Do you ever put your head in your shirt because you feel like you failed? Sad about how you handle the situation? Replay a moment or moments over and over, just wishing you could do better. Feeling like giving up completely, combined with how can you make this right? How do you come out of that? How do you stop facepalming? What do you do to come back to reality? I'm 27 years old and I'm currently figuring out how, and I don't know if I ever will. (laughs) Each time it feels as though I'm trapped in my head with negative thoughts, trying to tear myself down. Thankfully, it starts to let up after a kindness shown from another, when a pleasant song plays, and when something makes me laugh or even scared. Anything that jolts my attention. Today, we are going to discuss some ways that we can put it to the test and be less helpless to our enemies, which in this case is ourselves. Today, I have a very special guest. My friend August is going to join me on my very first Zoom call. So, let's go get her. The dogs are excited. Grab your coffee, your wine, sit back, let's enjoy some time together. Hello. 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 Hey, Madison. Hey, Hey, what's up? Finally. Yay. Here we are. Yes. Finally. After what? Three months of trying? (laughs) Three months. Oh my God. Has it been that long? I think so. And I haven't put out an episode until yesterday since I last spoke to you. Oh, wow. You know, a lot of people have been taking this time to recharge, which is good. So I hope that you feel better and you're, I'm sure that you feel better, hopefully. I actually have felt better right now than I've felt in months. I actually, while I was showering, getting ready to just calm my nerves and get ready to finally talk to you and do this episode because you are my first Zoom call and it's just so nerve-wracking to me to have this much technology to rely on, I guess. But while I was in the shower, I listened to your depression episode that you just put out. Yeah. And it was really helpful because I I was, I don't know if you can call it depressed, but I was just in such a funk and You know, I just felt like a victim in so many ways, and even if I knew I was the problem, I didn't have the motivation to change anything, and so I basically just tried to push through until I got here to Colorado, where I can really just be so far away from most of my distractions, and now I feel so much better. I've been being so productive all week, eating healthy. Um, Everything you covered in your episode, I basically started three days ago, and it was incredible to hear because I was like, sweet, I'm doing the right things. Like, I'm eating healthier, (laughs) and I think I'm just putting more effort into myself. Definitely, and I appreciate you giving it a listen. Maybe the universe was just kind of reassuring you, like you were supposed to go into 
listening to that particular episode because it was kind of just telling you like, Madison, you got it down pat, <laughs> you know? I think you're right because uh, you talked about how you, you can't go into something thinking two different opposites. Like you can't think you're going to do great or how bad is it going to be? because of your fear and so I was trying to calm my stress and my anxiety and taking so many deep breaths and watching all the meditation videos and really after you said that it was much easier because I just cleared my head took another deep breath and was like you're right like if I believe in myself then why am I worried I just got to do what I what I feel led to do and it the rest will take care of itself definitely Definitely, the unfolding of the divine order, definitely, just like we were probably meant to have our episode today, you know? Yes, so. which I wanted to start out by welcoming you, Miss August Lim from the East Coast. Everyone, she has a podcast of her own, and it's called The Weekly Wusa with August Lim, and it is the best meditational podcast I know, and it gets me through every funk that I've been in going into listening to episodes I always feel better and I will guarantee it I don't know if she can but I'll guarantee you to feel better after you check her out so Miss August I want to start out by telling everyone how we even met that's a great intro to this episode and thank you for having me I'm so thrilled to be here right now and talk to you about uh, whatever topic we're getting into today this was so spontaneous we actually <laughs> have been planning since we met and we kind of just hopped into it today out of nowhere I know so, like you hopped in the van that that first night we met <laughs> and uh, recorded yeah. your that, episode that was amazing that that was very very fun very fascinating I've never in my life entered a van and come you know was just super comfortable and saw a kitchen and a bed <laughs> and like drive and where you use the bathroom like it was crazy I've never been in a van before that was like one of the best experiences of my life honestly so thank you for having me in your home you're so welcome and we had such a great time with you and we I still have your note hanging up I can actually see it right now and it's so encouraging and I appreciate all of your positive vibes and my plants that you gave positive vibes to as well well so <laughs> she's talking about we met at PodFest 2020, and it was probably one of the very last conferences that was allowed to be held before the coronavirus happened, because I think we, I went, we and Tyler went to that festival, met you, and four days later, Universal Studios completely closed down, and yes. it was so surreal, because we were hugging and shaking hands, you know, and forming lifelong friendships, and it was kind of still of a joke at that point, but then it became very serious a week later. Yes, that's so true. I do remember, like, you know, at that point, it really was just a joke. I know it's a little bad to say, because it has, you know, definitely progressed, and this isn't to trivialize how serious it is at all, but in reality, at that time, we were shaking hands and hugging and talking so close to each other. No one had a mask on. And it was kind of like, haha, coronavirus. But as soon as I flew back up here to Pennsylvania, um, it was it was chaos, sort of, mm -hmm. uh, in the area. It was like, yeah, so outbreaks are happening. Um, masks may be required now. And I was just completely shocked because, you know, it was wow, so different. Yeah, and I'm happy we, 
I'm happy we did it. I remember before PodFest, I was thinking to myself, should I even go? Is it unsafe? Is it, you know, but I think that was my last hoorah and the universe <laughs> definitely had my back through that. So and really I think I, I think that was needed because now there's so many podcasters, new and old, but I think everyone that attended PodFest 2020 needed that rejuvenation and that all the things that we learned and all the people we met to motivate and inspire us to keep us going to then hopefully motivate and even entertain. And like in your case, mellow people out through this crisis, through all the continuing crises that are like building on top of each other. Because like you said, everyone, I don't know if everyone's taken this time to recharge, but we all have to and are needing to. And we normally are falling on our face and feel so broken. And then we're having to figure out how to come back up because I don't think, I didn't expect it to hit me so hard and for it to affect me in ways that I can't even put into words. Yeah. I mean, this was so out of nowhere. And when it's something so abstract as like this airborne disease, it's hard to, it's hard to take it seriously. It's just, it's just human nature, you know? Um, But once it starts to hit close to home, that's when you start to panic. Um, So I don't know. I hope everything's okay with you. Yes, everything. My family's safe. Um, We keep our mask in our pocket and just follow the guidelines that are given to us. So just doing the best we can. I think that's all we can do. But I know we want to stay on topic because I know you're a busy woman. You are hard to get in touch with, but I know it's like part of venturing. And then you do like so many different jobs. And actually, one of those jobs is why, or who you are in general, is really why I wanted you on my show. You, from like the moment I met you, you just had this aura, and we kept running into each other, uh, like with William Young and all these other random people, and our conversation just (laughs) go and go and go for hours, even though we were exhausted from like 20 different, you know, talks that we had through, but you inspired me, and you come with such an overwhelming, calm presence and then when I started listening to your podcast I was just like this is something that I have trouble finding I that extra piece reminding myself um to breathe and to take in the universe around me and to pay attention to my needs everything you cover it all and I never regret listening to what you had to say and more so you're so much more educated in these areas that I'm getting, I'm enjoying learning about, like your chakras, and you're a certified Reiki instructor? Um, I'm actually a certified Reiki practitioner. And, practitioner, um, sorry. Yeah, I mean, yeah, no, of course, it's it's confusing. And they, <laughs> well, and so, what, pra- yeah, what does that mean for people like me who maybe don't know? Yeah, I mean, a lot of people get it confused all the time. So, there are three levels of Reiki. I'm certified under Dr. Usui. So there's level one, two, and mastery. So one and two are practitioners. And of course, as a master, you can practice as well. So yeah, I like to describe it as a radio station almost. I am this radio station. And in order to listen to a specific station for a specific kind of music, you need to know what to turn the dial to, right? Yeah. And so what the Reiki master that trains you does is they're supposed to give you attunements. I received two attunements and they tune you to the frequency of the universal life force, which is Reiki. And if you break down the word Reiki in the two kanji characters, 
the two Japanese kanji characters, it's Rei and Ki. Rei meaning universal, Ki meaning energy or life force. So what it really is, is the universal life force that you're being tuned to. So the Reiki master knows what to turn the dial to. And once you're there, you have access to that energy. And so I never claim to be a healer because I really am only the facilitator between the client and the universe. So that's how Reiki works. It's very intelligent because it is the all-knowing energy, the all-knowing part of the universe and yourself. So it's a connection and a communication between the client and the universe. I'm just really an instrument for it to flow through as I've been attuned. Um, so that's really how it works. It's a very intelligent energy. It knows exactly what you need at that time. And it's completely safe and it works with the mind and body. So it's all around really such a great treatment for anything that you may be dealing with. And do you have to do that in person? So you can actually do distance treatments as well. Um, I like to do it in person because I like conversation and I like just being there with the person. But uh, since, you know, on the topic of, of coronavirus, since that's happened, I did have to do a few distance treatments. So it is possible because when you're dealing with the metaphysical and energy, there really is no dif di distance. You know what I'm saying? So it's True. We're all connected and you're working with the oneness of the universe. And so there is really no distance. So as long as you're trained and you're properly trained and you know how to facilitate the treatments, whether it be in person and distance, um, and you're certified to do so, and you've been given the attunements, then you can absolutely still reap the same benefits, whether you're miles away or right in front of each other. And you said that you did some distant classes. Are you, can you tell our listeners how to find that if, they're, if that's what they're interested in? Oh, sure. So they can actually book me on my website at onaugustslim.com. And it's very, very fascinating the way it works. Um, <laughs> the last treatment that I did was, it blew me away. I, I was doing the treatment and I felt, I felt something in this client's right ankle. And I said, you know, what's going on here? And, you know, after the treatment. And I've never met this girl before in my life. I've never even seen her in person before. And she tells me, wow. And I'm, I'm just kind of sharing the silence with her. Like, okay, she said, wow, what does that mean? And then she continues, I have my grandma's passing date on that ankle. And so that blew me away because I, like I said, I've never seen her before. Um, and yeah, I mean, it's, it's real, it's the real deal. Like that connection is there. That connection is there. And, you know, the universe is definitely trying to send you these messages, but it can't just be like some being that comes down to earth and says, Hey, you have to go deal with this. Like the only way the universe can communicate with you is through your body. And sometimes having a practitioner that helps facilitate those messages and be kind of the middleman helps a lot. That's bone chilling. Cause I love my grandma and my grandpa. I have no idea what I'm going to do when they're not here anymore, but so I can, I just can empathize with the loss, I guess. That's powerful. And for you to just feel it. I don't know how the process, I would love to experience that, 
one day, and I'm sure I'll get to when I can finally see you in person again. But thank you for sharing that. That's really incredible. Of course. It's it's definitely fascinating, and I'm never going to stop learning about it, of course. like <laughs> It still blows me away to this day, even as I practice it and feel the synchronicities. You know, I'll feel things on on um, one body part and I'll bring it up to the client at the end of the treatment and they'll just be blown away at, at how much that resonates and correlates to their current life. And so it proves to me time and time again that it always is a relationship between the client and the universe. Definitely um, not me healing. I'm just helping out and just proves itself to me time and time again. It's very fascinating. And I'd love to give you a treatment whenever I see you again, hopefully well, soon. I hope so too. Thank you for being so passionate about something. Now, of course, yeah. I know we probably should tell everyone what our original, I guess, topic for this coming together is. And as you know, it's how do we get out of a funk and no matter how justified it is, like when you just have your face in your hands and you feel so depleted and so lost or broken and every where you look, you feel just alone and like when you when you really can't see it getting better. Yeah, and that is a great topic, especially with how detailed it was. Um, you know, did you just think of that randomly or was did something inspire you? To, Honestly, I think you know, like I told you in the beginning, um, just that's how I was feeling when I talked to you three months ago and then it, it just kept going, I guess, but I made myself see that there was another side, but I didn't really know how to get there. Um, and I guess all the things that I would normally do to get to the other side of that funk feeling, they were just not working. Um, but I did push through and eventually it, it, I persevered, which we might find some of those reasons of what we're about to talk about. But um, ultimately, yeah, it was just how I was feeling and the rest of it kind of just how I know I can feel like that at any given moment. So I have to be prepared to help myself get out of it. And, you know, what you said about doing the same regular things that you do all the time and having them not help is most likely because it became sort of habitual. Um, if you do the same things over and over again, they start to kind of lose their luster, just like taking a prescribed medication, you know, over and over again, you're going to have to up your dosage because at that same potency, um, it just won't be as effective. Um, and when it comes to actions uh, out of a funk, it's a lot of structured movement. So it's not like you can make it more potent, like, oh, if working out is your thing, go harder. Sometimes that might not help. So a big thing when moving out of the funk is uh, choosing different things to use, different tools to use. So it's still going to be structured movement out, but maybe picking up different hobbies um, and, you know, doing, doing active things that you don't normally do, learning something new, uh, picking up a new hobby, reading a new book, just something fresh uh, usually helps a lot because there's a lot of excitement there. A lot In of excitement your... and... Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, no. I was just saying, like, there is excitement and you now have a goal and something to look forward to. So that usually kind of helps you climb out of that funk, a newfound sense of excitement. Right. And that reminded me in your last episode, um, you talked about sometimes it needs a shift in perspective. Yeah. 
so like i think to me i always try to eat healthy and i always try to get that workout in but in my mind it was kind of just something it was a goal but if it happened cool if it didn't happen like i guess my heart wasn't behind it so recently i've put effort into shifting my perspective on all of those regular things and a mindset change as well like i talked about in my last episode and how now the way i'm looking at eating healthy is fun and it's challenging but i'm excited about it like you said excitement so normally that would seem like a chore or something so unpleasant to try out but right now i'm trying to keep it going as long as possible because i know if i take a break from it then i'm more likely to let my old habits that i don't care for sink back in yeah and you know it's all about training and it's all about observing yourself and knowing yourself and um just setting up boundaries and a lot of discipline so when you when you think about all of the words that I've said, like boundaries and discipline, um, it all kind of falls under the spectrum of setting goals for yourself. Um, and a lot of the time when we're in that funk, we sort of feel hopeless, uh, very depressed and anxiety, discouraged, whatever it may be. And so one thing to do to get out of your funk is really just to set goals for yourself goals that are realistic and goals that truly get you excited. Um, and as you accomplish those goals, you'll feel this pride in yourself and that boosts your confidence. And when you're a confident person, you can move about the world comfortably. And um, it just takes practice, you know? Do you have any like tips or personal experiences that might give someone a head start if they were in a funk as they listen to this? What can we help them to do today to start the up climb? Starting today, I think the most simple thing that you can do, whether you are super busy or not busy at all today, whether you are doing a million things, running around or staying seated, in one spot all day. You can use your brain to, like you said, shift your perspective and practice gratitude. Um, so thankfulness is a very common theme for many, many self-help and life improvement books, and there's good reason behind it. Gratitude is the way to ultimately shift your perspective from a negative one to a positive one, because there's always something to look, there's always a silver lining no matter what it may be. And circling back to coronavirus, yes, it's, it's a very, very devastating situation for a lot of, you know, a lot of people um, and the world in general, not just physically, but, you know, mentally. There is this silver lining that um, a lot of people I've spoken to have seen, which is, you know, having the extra downtime being quarantined, finding themselves and spending time with themselves, their family, their pets, and even just not having to work. I've gotten some people tell me that uh, they were on the verge of literally um, losing it and having a breakdown. And some of them say that the quarantine was the best thing that's happened to them in a long time. And so no matter how ugly a situation is, there's always a silver lining. You just have to really 
You just have to really find it. Mm -hmm. And once you radiate that positive energy, you're going to attract that back to you. So it's like a circular uh, motion of giving positive and receiving positive and giving positive and receiving positive. It's just, it's just a circle, but it can only start with you. There's nothing externally that can make you shift your perspective and that can make you happy to get that circle in motion. It needs to start within. And what you're looking for is not out there. It's in you. And that thing is your perspective and shifting it to be one based on gratitude. I agree with that completely. I I think if you are not ready to, I guess, soften your heart and begin to let things go or attempt to let things go, then the good stuff is not going to get in either. If you don't let the bad stuff out, the good stuff isn't going to get in. Exactly. There's no room for it. (laughs) True. True. And they're always at war with each other. So you got to keep feeding the good stuff. Um, So can you tell us what your show is about so now not only can people practice the gratitude writing some good things down maybe making a to-do list with just one or two things on it that you know that you can check off at the end of the day they can go to your show and i want them to know from your voice personally what do you do well i think my goal in life is to i think my goal And this was, I had this epiphany recently. My goal is not to monetize everything that I do. It's, it's to empathize with every person, every kind of person and wherever they come from and give them a resource that actually helps something that isn't based off of capital, but really just to help you. And with the world that we live in today, there's so much going on and so many walks of life and it just doesn't stop moving. So I think that taking some time to just breathe and be compassionate with yourself is crucial. It's an act of self-love and self-care. And that's why my podcast is called Weekly Wusa because Wusa is a breath. It's a reminder that you're alive and you're strong. So every week I put out an episode that um, helps with any situation you might have gone through, whether it's uh, how to how to recognize gaslighting and narcissistic abuse in a relationship, all the way to taming your anxiety and stop overthinking. So a lot of it is based on wellness and holistic wellness. So the mind-body connection. I believe that, you know, with mindful and conscious activity, healthy habits, and conscious consumption of media, like podcasts, are essential for promoting mental fitness. So I I love podcasts because you can literally be doing anything, throw it on, and, you know, consume positive things. And that's what we need, especially right now. If you just scroll down social media, you probably can't go five seconds without seeing something super dark and super negative. So um, it's really important to limit your exposure to negativity and not only limit your exposure to that, but increase your exposure to positive news and positive uh, news feeds. So that's why my podcast exists. Um, I'm just trying to cover as many topics as possible that, you know, if if I know that it helps one person, then I'm set. Um, And that's really all it's about just trying to get everyone through their day, through their week, through their month, year, or decade, whatever it may be. Um, But 
it's a crucial act of self-love and self-care to just remind yourself that you're alive and strong and just to breathe through it. Well, I want to inform you from an outside listener that you achieve all of that so like so far. Everything I've heard of you doing and talking about and the way you live, you definitely inspire others. And I think you achieve your goals. But I know those goals are only going to keep rising and growing the more you do and the more you succeed. If you saw my face right now, I'm, I'm blushing <laughs> and I'm, you know, I'm so happy. It honestly just makes me, it, it feels very fulfilling and rewarding because everyone should feel that way. There's no reason to be upset. Um, you know, it's all about perspective. And of course, I'm not going to say I'm not human and I never get sad. I never get angry. That happens to me a lot. But what? there are so many ways to maneuver through it that don't involve synthetic pills, that don't involve um, all this like medicine and uh Although, you know, Western medicine is great and life-saving and amazing, there are just so many things naturally that you can do that you can motivate your own body to do to get to the other side, as you put it, the other side of the funk. Um, And that's what our bodies are meant to do. Our bodies don't randomly, you know, get a cut. It heals the cut if you get one. It's, it knows how to heal. And Um, One great example is if you ever got sick or if you're really, really sad, you usually are not in the mood to eat. You're not in the mood to eat when you're sick or when you're really, really sad because your body is trying to heal you. So all that energy that's typically used towards digestion of food, that is is so much energy um, because that's what our body has always been doing since, you know, the prehistoric age, literally just digesting food. And so when that energy source is not used towards um, eating food, but healing, then so much can happen. And that's just one example, fasting. Fasting is a healer. It's one form of holistic medicine. And, um, you know, it's easy to forget about these things, these very simple things that are free, you know, for one. And for two, aren't a pressed pill that, you know, synthetically alters your chemistry. And usually guarantees to come with some side effects, which is why they have to list them in the and commercial. And they list it super duper fast. Yeah, super fast listing. They probably, you know, lower the frequency of the, the voice or higher the frequency of the voice and just get it over with because they know it's bad. A mm-hmm. lot of it is based on capital, and that is why that's never going to be my goal. Um, a lot of the things I do will never be based on capital. I, I just aspire to help anyone. And I am a firm believer that if there is a more natural form of something that will help you, at least try it. Like, you don't know until you try, right? So just try it and then be able to say whether it worked or not. And then, you know, take your medication if you've tried everything. I mean, sometimes you do need that extra help, but I hate it when people talk down on something when they haven't even given, given it an opportunity. Right. And I mean, it's become normalized to live that way. Um, Because yeah, I mean, yeah, a a pill, taking a pill is much easier than having the discipline to not eat all day long when that's something that we've been doing for every single day of our lives. So it's okay if, if you can't get to fasting right away and you'd rather take a pill one day, it's unbearable. Like definitely be compassionate with yourself. Um, for 
all the listeners, definitely be compassionate with yourself when taking up one of these holistic methods because it's hard. It's not the way we've been accustomed to. Definitely don't knock it till you try it. I want to challenge anyone listening that have or haven't ever tried guided meditation to check out August's meditations that she has on her podcast. I use Spotify, but I think they're on iTunes and Alexa and everything else, right? You could find it on any platform. That's a great challenge. (laughs) (laughs) Meditation is definitely a challenge. (laughs) Yes, because most people, they're so skittish about it. And I used to be. I thought it meant that I was, you know, either going to summon something or that I was, you know, too (laughs) hippie-ish or something before. But it's amazing. I don't know how I lived before it because it... It completely changes me from the inside out after I eat five minutes, 10 minutes, and I love the guided meditations. I don't feel strong enough to just sit there because I get so distracted by my millions of thoughts circling around. And I like how you talk about, you know, embrace those, those chaotic thoughts and then, um, you know, address them, wonder why they're there, and then come back and focus with what I'm saying. That's really all it is. Um, and you are powerful enough to harness all of that. It's, that's really the essence of meditation, just saying hi to your thoughts like, oh, hey, you're kind of bothering me right now. <laughs> so I'm going to deal with you later. But this yep, is my time. I'm myself right now. Exactly. Where can people <laughs> find you besides augustslim.com and the weekly Saw with um, August Slim on any music streaming apps? Yeah, for sure. So Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, TuneIn with Alexa, Google Podcasts. Um, so any major directory and minor directory that you know of, wherever you get your podcasts, I will be there. And my Instagram is at august.nj. So you can find me there. And I hope y'all will go follow her because you can get daily inspiration. She's always funny. She's always on her one wheel and doing some sort of adventure in the East Coast. And she even does free giveaways. And I didn't win last time, but I'm going to keep trying in the future. (laughs) So uh, one of these days I might. And if not, I'll just purchase your cool stuff. But um, go like and review her on Apple Podcasts and all the other options if you get one. And send her a message if you want to know more about meditation and more about the Reiki sessions and everything that we talked about. I don't think she would have a problem with having a one-on-one message between you and further educate you. Absolutely. I even say (laughs) it at the end of my episode sometime. Come chat with me. And I actually do get a lot of DMs from my listeners just chatting with me. And I love it. It's That's great. cool. Yeah, you like always sh- are quick to respond to me, and I'm like, yes. Yeah, I will always, I will always respond, no matter what it is. I'm always down to chat with you. So, if there's anything you're curious about, or if you just want to talk and meet up and one wheel together, that'd be great. I'm definitely looking forward to one wheeling with you, Madison. Like, we need to go do that. I cannot <laughs> wait. Like, I cannot believe I now have a one wheel myself, and Tyler has his own, so we don't have to share. I know the last time we really spoke was like me dreaming about a one wheel day. And then thankfully because of the universe and the help of the government in these times and working, I was able to finally get it. So praise the Lord on that one. That's really funny because when I was riding my one wheel one day, I was taking a video for my Snapchat and I was like, if you received stimulus, buy a one wheel. So it's just funny that you said that. 
you know i saw investment isn't it yes i everyone that sees it thinks i'm from the future and i love letting people try it out but then i'm like okay let me ride it now it's my turn (laughs) because i'm it's still it's like my favorite toy i've ever had me too it's honestly the best thing i've ever owned not only is it super fun especially as a surfer and a snowboarder when there's no snow and there's no beach you know time near you on the east coast we get all the seasons you can shred the pavement so there's that and and not only is it just amazing for people that do all those sports but also uh it's eco friendly you save a lot of gas there have been times where i've parked at a random location and just kind of one wheel to where i needed to be that's amazing i think i've seen you get groceries and i know you go on rides with your friends on bikes and you're on your one wheel or you're eating ice cream or you're at the beach and i'm just like why can i not have a better climate to ride my one wheel right now my option is gravel and deserty dirt because of the the location i'm in but it's okay because it's just gonna challenge my skills however i wear knee pads and like all the protective gear even hand guards because i fail without them and it hurt but tyler does he refuses to look that cool and our first day here in colorado (laughs) he went on his own to ride on the rocks and he came back with both knees bloody blisters on his hands he's probably gonna be mad if that i'm saying this but it's true and he handled it like a champ but i said you know that wouldn't have happened if you had knee pads on (laughs) (laughs) wear protection oh my gosh It's (laughs) it's so funny that you looked at it in such a positive way because we were just on the topic of changing perspective honestly i would have been so bummed if i was in colorado and colorado is beautiful i just would have been so upset if i couldn't one wheel because usually when i go to new cities one thing i love doing is one wheeling to explore the city kind of like a micro adventure so if i was there in beautiful colorado and i couldn't one wheel i'd be so upset but you know what you're right you're challenging yourself with new terrain so change in perspective (laughs) amazing i know and it's really hard to complain when you look all around and there's you know million foot mountains with snow caps on them so if you get bored you should fly out here and go camping with us oh i'm sure i will very soon um oh my god thanks for the invite because you're welcome i guess yes that's your official invitation to come visit us out here now, is there oh, anything yeah, well, I, that you want that you feel like we've left out or that you just thought of before we close? Not particularly. I think this episode was a lot of fun. I think it was informative. And I thank you for having me on. It, it was really a great time not only just to do this episode finally after months and months, <laughs> but to speak to you. Uh, I know. It's nice to just feel your voice. I feel more grounded already, and I feel better about what I believe in, what I'm trying to create, what you're creating. And I'm just so grateful that you were so excited and supportive to join my show and share all of your amazing thoughts. And I am just overwhelmed. I truly am. And especially because I I messaged you just what earlier today and was like, hey, you know, I know we've talked back and forth and it keeps getting postponed. But anyway, we can do it sometime like this week. And you were like, how about in two hours? I'm like, oh, my gosh, that's great. Yeah, let's do that. (laughs) That's too funny. I mean, yes, of course. That's the way I live my life. uh, I've noticed just spontaneous little things. So thank you for accommodating that, actually. You're welcome. And actually, speaking of one wheel, um, as soon as I get off here with you, I and our friends and their kids, we've been told that there's a park nearby that actually has grass and sidewalks. So we're going to go try out the one wheel over there in that park area. Well, definitely take some videos, get them on your Instagram because I watch them all the time.
I oh sure will. I'll, I'll think of you and I'll be wearing my protective gear. <laughs> well, thank you again for having me, Madison. You're welcome. I love you so much and I hope you have a blessed day and I'll talk to you soon. Happy trails. Thank you. Thank you all for listening to my podcast at Love Your Van Life. If you get the opportunity to leave a review or give me some stars, I would so much appreciate that. It helps get the word out there. And the more people that listen and tell other people what they think, it's more likely to get picked up by others. So have a good day and I look forward to talking to you next Tuesday.